Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by Rosling McNally and Bibi Dalman. This week, we talk about mastery. So welcome back, everybody. And Rosling, good to be here with you again. Welcome. You too. Always a pleasure. So we decided to talk about the topic of mastery today, you know, um, how does it even play into the idea of uh, the healing journey? Uh, what, what is it? Um, how do we work with that theme? Where does it come up? Um, how do you relate to it at all? Um, mastery. Oh God, it's such a, such a word that, like, you know, depending on how you view it or how you describe it. So for me, it's it's basically like life is about that journey of mastery and it's not about an end destination or being a certain thing um, or being perfect at it or being the best at it or having all the boxes ticked around it. it to me, it's that actual understanding that we're constantly navigating around through life and that we're learning all of the time and we're fine-tuning all of the time and if you apply it sort of to life is what I'm doing at the minute like you know like that you're fine-tuning it throughout so then you're learning to in a sense master certain aspects at a certain stage but you might have to upgrade that mastery somewhere else further down the road um so it's the understanding that we're always sort of bolding on on that getting to know ourselves to me is a journey of mastery like we're never going to sit at the end of like a certain month and go, yeah, I think I've got it all sorted. Like we're never probably going to sit at our, on our deathbed and go, yeah, I think I got it all sorted and all the boxes ticked off. Like, and I think sometimes when we you know, like you often hear people put chatting, like, you know, it's my life, last lifetime here and I'm never coming back because I'll get it all sorted. And I'm like, that's a lot of pressure on ourselves. Let's just take each piece as it comes. Like, you know, so that's to me, that's in life. And then you can apply it to, because it's a field I work and not directly practices like and I think like in certain practices then we can get caught up in achieving the certificates rather than actually living the practices like which is to me is the mastery of it like and the remembering that we always come back to the beginning no matter how many years I've studied something or no matter how many times I've done something that it's always about coming back to the beginning and the simplicity because usually the further along we go the harder and more complicated we make everything for ourselves sometimes because we know we know too much but maybe it's to me it's also the integration aspect like mm. yeah yeah now that that's the first thing that comes to my mind as well it's it's to me mastery is the idea of mastering it's you know it's 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 a verb it's it's something that we're involved in right now and <clears throat> i don't think any true master would ever say to or about him or herself you know I I am the master it's mm. you know I like anyone that I've come across that I would consider have like a high high level of mastery in whatever field that is they would say you know no no I'm just beginning you know I'm just I'm just learning and I think there is this this dichotomy maybe between um what when we are starting out in a journey what we think a master is or when we think of what mastery actually is and you know it's like there might be ideas of projecting onto it of, of perfection and you know and everything is very polished and no more mistakes and everything is correct and you know um whereas 
I think the further along on the journey you are, there's a level of maybe finding more ease with the things that you seemingly haven't mastered yet. And in, you know, rather than actually know, I think when, when we think of mastery as a, as a state of where we have arrived, we go back to that concept of holding on to life just the way it is. You know, I've mastered life. I have the relationship I want. I have the job I want. I have, you know, mm. I don't know, a certain level of fitness that I want. And now I'm just holding, embracing and probably stop breathing in the process of it, of it all. And, you know, inherent in life that, that is impossible to hold on to anything and just squeeze it like that without having a huge amount of energy output and tension and tightness in our lives. So I think mastery to me is a, is a, is, is a quality with which we meet life, you know, rather than mastering the circumstances. It's this, it's mm-hmm. the refinement at dance, or even if you think of a jazz musician, the, the, the possibility to, to spontaneously, uh, create with the inspiration that comes with the circumstances with, you know, the other musicians around him or her. I think to me, mastery is more so that it's like the stance with life. How, how, how light can I be on my feet? You know, knowing, knowing who I am, what grounds me, but yet um, being able just to engage with life and back and forth. And I think the same goes for practices. So um, it is for sure, I think a, a practice versus a state a fixed state. Mm-hmm. It's like just when you sort of say there about the ground and all for me, it's like, like I speak from this lens because like I teach and all that, like teach healing and teach people how to heal themselves or how to live that, live those qualities in their life. Like, so you are like, and the beauty is that we'll all go through this phase as well. So I'm not going, oh God, everybody else does it. I put my hand up fully and go, I did that too when I first started off is that we accumulate all the classes or all the courses, we accumulate a lot of information, um, but we're still possibly looking for a lot of things outside of ourselves or looking for the next thing. The next thing will give me the answers. The next thing will be the final piece of the puzzle. The next thing will help me with X, Y, Z. Like, And sometimes it's, to me, the mastery is, and I remember doing this at a specific part on my journey where I just went, I can keep doing all of this, all, their, all this stuff, or I decide what I really love and I just focus on that. Do you know, like, and I will, oh, and I made a conscious choice of no more courses unless it fed me and that in some way or the other. Like, you know, so it was that idea I'm going to take these and, like, a muscle exercise these because if everything takes me to the same place, I don't need to exercise possibly every aspect of that there. But if I take one, even one practice or one modal to use that word like that allows it to grow really really deep roots like and I think sometimes our roots aren't really fully grown deep in a lot of our practices so that we can really drink from it and really get to taste it like and I was chatting with that recently in a class like where I was saying like just take one one practice like the the one mantra take that and work for, with it for about three months and they were looking at me going I'm like, because we're eating loads of like our plates full of food and we're taking a little bit of this and a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this, but we're not really getting to taste what maybe that one thing can give me. And I might find that actually gives me nearly everything that I need at this moment in time. But you get to really experience it fully in your system as well and get to see how it resonates with you. So I think sometimes it's nice just to, you know, mastery is sometimes understanding more isn't sometimes 
the best sometimes it is sometimes it's not depending where we're at and sometimes it's the refinement down like of pulling through all those things and weaving maybe down to one or two things and that's my focus for this quarter this month this year and let me see what that can offer me like and what it takes me into then as well like rather than we're sometimes just hopping from one stone to the next stone to the next stone and not really getting to stand and look around on that stone and go, wow, look at the water from here, look at the mountains, look at how I am standing on this little stone, this big stone, whatever it is, to get to really be in that experience. Like, mm. Yeah, I think there are these, when we talk about growth, right, there are these, these different ways of growing as a human being or... <clears throat> You know, um, there is, and even when we look at it through the lens of astrology, this this interplay between, or the polarity between, when you talk about Jupiter and and Saturn, that just comes to mind. So this Jupiterian growth is this idea of buoyancy and bountifulness and expansiveness, and this is also something that you know we in the Western world like to um latch on <laughs> for obvious reasons you know it's the kind of growth that the door opens you just step into it somewhere it's like do you want to teach here do you want to do this and you say yes to life you know and that that's really important to have that in life um, but that also brings sort of a, a spraying wide of our attention our energy right and then when we take the other side of growth when we talk about you know this um, saturnian growth which is very much mastery that is the collecting of the energies and the focus of very much um, laser sharpening our attention and our efforts mm -hmm. into the detail, into slowing everything down, letting everything fall away that's not essential so that we can pour all of our attention, all our effort into this, whatever is there in what we choose that is in front of us. And so there is an interplay between, you know, that buoyancy and going out and saying yes to everything in life and having a little taste of everything. But then it's really, really important to also then, you know, after having been exposed to all these different experiences, you know, different practices, even if you, if you go to yoga classes, go on different teachers um, and enjoying all of this and then reflecting on like, okay, which one of all of those experiences, you know, whether it's movement practice or you know, Tai Chi or, you know, you know whatever it is, like running and go, okay, I, I don't have to say no to all of them, but which one is the one that, that I want to master, that I want to dive in deeper. And there's a, there's a focusing and narrowing of the energies and in that way. Um, Saturn is oftentimes, you know, described as like amongst other planets, the big body, because, mm -hmm. you know, it just takes stuff away and it limits us. And it's, I, I don't feel it's ever has that quality uh, to it. It's, it's really taking everything away that is not important. And to me, mastery, that is really, that is really that, isn't that like it, mastery in, in, in a relationship as to, to, to let go of all the projections and all of those things that aren't really at the core of the relationship and, and really honing into that quality of, well, what is it that we're actually connecting on and then really building on that core connection that we have with another human being, you know? Um, and I think it's also, because uh, yeah, I, I, I teach, teach yoga um, and in the yoga practice, you know, there are just so many postures and, um, and variations and modifications for postures. And then these variations and modifications become postures themselves. So there's this really Jupiterian, this growth and expansion. And I think what oftentimes can happen is that, and, and especially when we start our journey first, you know, we want to take a bite of everything, but there comes a certain overwhelm 
And I think when we talk about mastery, there's this, this is acknowledging when, when we're being overwhelmed, there's so much for input into our system and our system doesn't have the time to digest it to really, the invitation is to step back and go, well, which ones, um, which are the aspects? And in terms of a physical asana practice, what I find when you speak to people who have practiced for a very long time, it is again, coming back to the details, you, you know, you can see people who've practiced for, you know, 20 years and, and there's a delight in figuring out minutest movement details in the simplest of pose. Whereas when you started out, you just, you know, just want to go into handstand or touch your toes or, you know, whatever it is. But there, there comes a sense of, you know, in mastery implies it's, it's the spiralic movement you're coming back to in a way where you began, but you see it with more depth and with more love and more appreciation. So it's not always mastery. It's not this one line, you know, shining out. It's, mm-hmm. To me, it's, it's a way of coming back into ourselves. Yeah, you're going through the different sort of layers of it. And I think it's, it is just a natural part of it that we want when we first start learning things or starting on the path of growth and like our soul's journey and learning more about what all of that is. You know, there's more to life and then diving into all of that there, that it's part of the the, the excitement, but also because up to that stage of probably being very stuck in a lot of the earthy stuff of the oh my God, this is hard. This is like so much emotional stuff going on. I don't know what to do with that. So much work stuff going on, relationship stuff, family stuff, everything that it's natural to run our head upwards nearly out of the body a little bit or head up to, you know, I want to learn how to astral travel straight away and I want to learn, you know, connect with the angels straight away or whatever it is you believe in or I want to do my, my headstand like because it's the complete opposite of the energy that we've probably been in for a lot of the lo- a lot a lot of the time like so to me it's like that's part that's just part of it like and then it gets to a stage where we we start maybe refining it and looking at it and really understanding why we do what we do like why why we're choosing those and I think sometimes too it's like we are sort of led to believe just like in society in general more is better you know so if I have 12 million certs on my wall that makes me a better therapist and I'm like not not really depends that way like but what have you how much have you chewed on those things and how much have you digested them in your life like you know so sometimes it's more more it's more then therefore everything's better like or I'm a master of everything like whereas for me it's like when you see sort of people who are masters or you would look at them and think, God, I think they're a master. I see that quality in them. They make it so bloody effortless because it's in every cell. It's bubbling in every cell and they're so in themselves and they're so centered and they're not egotistical going, oh, I've got this all down to a T, as you said earlier. They're like going, like life's going to keep throwing mud pies in my face. Do you know, like, but at this minute, this is where I'm at with me, myself, life, whatever else is going on around, like, and you can just feel it in them, like, and that's a beautiful, it's beautiful to watch people who you're like, they've at it, they've digested it, and you can see it just bubbling through them, like, but you still see the love for what they've, they're sharing or they're teaching or they're talking about just in life in general, like even some, like somebody, it's not all about the spiritual practice, even someone who's an accountant, if they love you can see it and they can see things that no matter if I studied for 12 million years, I'd never see like, and the same with an ore field, like 
they see things that we might not see because they've refined it. They've taken away all the different sort of upper layers and going beyond sort of that, that which is normally seen and going deeper into it. Like, I just think it's amazing. Like, so I do. Like, I just think it's a brilliant quality to go, I'm going to just eat this one piece of cake for the next six months or next six years and see, like, and it's a long-term ga- game. You know, it's to remember, it's, do you know, like, like I might go, I'm going to take this here and that's what I'm going to practice for, for my life. That's This is where I feel my destiny is. But it's also knowing that's where, that, where it is at the minute. That might change direction for starters. But it's also knowing, like, you know, I'm not in any rush. I'm in no hurry to get there because if I'm loving what I'm doing, every little day, every day is different and every day is fulfilling me. And it doesn't really matter, right, which avenue you, you come in. And I think that's the beauty about it. It doesn't matter what field you, you know, you're practicing mastering, you know, whether it's painting or music or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yoga, um, you know, because you were saying early on, like spiritual and, it, and, and, and non, well, not necessarily non-spiritual areas, mm-hmm. but I think mastery is what bridges all of those. I think mastery or that, that search for depth and refinement you can find spirituality in all those places where, you know, where, where the word spirituality may not ever be actually spoken about. Mm. And I think this is, this is sort of the entryway in it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter which, which way you come in, but the fact that you choose something and go so deep into it, there's a certain mastery of life that is a result of you mastering your particular field. Because, really the gifts that come out of mastering or the process of mastering is is patience and kindness because if you don't figure out how to be kind to yourself you you, you can't walk the walk the path of mastery it's it gets too intense it gets too detailed you know so it's it's all of those inequalities that we practice and that that are sort of a byproduct of this you know journey of sticking with one thing and 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 walking a little bit longer than we initially maybe would um give us these these skills for life and so i think it's transferable so whether you you absolutely adore photography and you go into it and master the technical aspects and then way beyond the technical it's what you see and what you convey and there it is that's that's seeing beauty in life or whether you're a massage therapist and understanding the anatomy and the movement function and you you adore figuring out how to give the right adjustment and movement back to your you know to your to your client and you see it did the connections happen in their physical body the beauty that's in there is the same as a photographer it's the same as life and so there's this appreciation for life and i think sometimes like you mentioned it earlier on is like because we live in a society that appreciates and supports uh, quick growth and being everywhere and being able to do everything uh it takes it takes a level of self-mastery to in a way to it's really difficult to pull out of there and go okay i don't have to do everything at once what is it like i can experience everything but what is it that's lighting me up right now mm. And then developing that and trusting that by developing that, it teaches me, and it doesn't matter whether it's knitting or whether it's skiing or playing the piano, but the conversation, the difficulties that are coming up on that path for you, because there will be plenty of times where you want to go, nah, I'm quitting, you know, and, and how you speak to yourself and how you guide yourself along that path. I think they're exactly the qualities. Uh, and it, and then it doesn't matter, like going somewhere else and having another certification or doing another course 
when we talk about mastery and the healing journey, I don't think that is necessarily of value. But then obviously there comes a time in our life as well when there is, and it's not about having actually mastered something, but when there is a, a quality of seniority within something and you feel it in your body when you're actually longing again to get out of the rabbit hole and like literally look wide. And, and, and so then diving in and exploring more things and different things. So I think neither of them are good or bad. And I actually, in fact, I think they support each other and and they really, that both sides are required. It's the yin and the yang. The reason I feel why we kind of wanted to talk about mastery and particularly today is because we both, I think, feel that there is a way in society that favors one side more so than the other. And to just kind of have this conversation around aspects to give permission to ourselves to slow down a little bit potentially and to, um, and to trust that we don't have to do it all at the same time. And it's okay if there is a certain door that keeps opening up for us and we feel really drawn to going through that one door, but we feel maybe we don't want to commit to that one thing because then we need to draw some of our attention and energy from others. Um, and just to maybe, maybe trust that and explore that. And it, it can be something new that you feel, you know, after listening to this podcast, you go and see something, something lights you up, but it can also be something coming back to something that you, uh, had experienced, you know, as a child or something that you, you know, uh, uh, that just fascinated you for a very long time, sort of on a low level, you know, but now it's like, oh my God, now I want to give it time to. And I think the times we're in currently um, are an environment that that call for that, you know, because the, the obvious external expansion is a little more difficult at the moment, you know. Uh, so there's an invitation to kind of go in, literally or figuratively <laughs> and, and look at the smaller details and, and harness our energies in one area, potentially. It's like chiseling away at something like, you don't know maybe what will come off it, like from looking at simple things, like, or even looking at like writing and all Derek, I was looking at reading a book this week, like, and I was just reading it going, oh my God, like they make it so simple. You know, like how to write and how to express. And you're like, yeah, but, that, that's hard to make it that simple. Do you know, like, so that was someone who's lived through it and read about it. But it is it has to be both and, like it's neither this or, it's both and. We need both. We need the stumbling and the tasting and trying loads of different things to get a sense of, like, and to get to trust what we believe are our inherited gifts and talents and the things that we want to work with within ourselves, never mind for bringing it out into the world, but just for us to receive from. And it takes time for that there. Like, and mastery doesn't need to be shared with other people either. Like, do you know, like that idea of, you know, it could be, as you said, you and the knitting, you and the piano, and it's just you and it and that relationship and it growing and evolving and shifting and changing. Like that, you know, and it's, the thing with, like I say in class, like, do you know, people go like, you know, when we learn something, then like, you know, it should be easy now. And it's like, no, this is where it actually gets hard because there's the other side of learning and experience and anything, even if we're just taking small bites off it, is like the persistence, the perseverance and the patience through it. Like, especially if we've been told I should see immediate results. This should, you know, if I've taken up the piano, I should be able to play a whole song at the end of the day now. Like, you know, if I'm learning to not why do I keep dropping stitches? That's so simple. Like I should be able to do X, Y, Z. You know, so it's learning like, you know, this, this is the journey meeting 
how I hold the needles, how I meet my knitting, how I pick up the paintbrush, how I pick up a pen, how I sit in the office, how I meet my computer in the morning, whatever I'm doing on anything, that's all part of it. Like, so we're learning through it, like, but it, it does take the patience to know that this is the long game. You know, as they say, a minute for not to, was it not the sprint, but it's a marathon. Not way, like, but I say to the people, just be persistent, just keep showing up to it, like, and you'll receive what you need to receive. It might not be the rewards that you think it should be that way, like, but you'll receive what you need, sometimes not what you want, but just to keep persevering because if it's something that really calls you, even if your brain is going, but like, you're not qualified in that or you know like you're that age or you're this here and you're that there and all the limitations it's like to keep persevering like because sometimes like when we're chiseling at something we have no idea it could fall apart any minute but it could also something magnificent could be created or something just for our eyes is created and in that there is that beautiful exchange do you know like so it's such a depending on what lens you're looking at mastery through in your own place in life, it can be applied to everything and not just skills based like, but it's about life like and how I meet it and how I move through it. And I think sometimes too, it's letting go of trying to find meaning in everything and just allow us, allow ourselves to really just feel it and experience it and not try to analyze you know, oh, I saw, like, you know, I met this animal. What does it mean? What does it mean? Tell me what it means now. Or, you know, I felt this here. What does it mean? I seen red. What does it mean? Rather than going, God, I just feel really happy to have seen that. Or I feel really happy to experience that. Or God, I know I, I stopped myself with the knitting needles. God, that, that just reminded me of, you know, something else. Do you know, like, so it's sort of allowing ourselves to experience different aspects of it. Mm, yeah, I think that's, that, that, that's, that's, that's gorgeous. It's just- and I would second that to this idea that I think what we're actually trying, you know, find mastery in the longer we stick with it, it's, it's usually never, never about that. <laughs> it, it's, it's that, that becomes almost a tool to have certain experiences or to have, you know, um, a certain learning ground or a growing ground and, um, you know, so I think but that's also something that I think mastery is also something very, very personal, you know, like you, you mentioned it there too, you know, it's just for yourself. It's, it's, I think anything that you do for somebody else or for something for, for outer acknowledgement sooner or later would be very difficult if you walk the path of mastery within that, because at some point that other person that you're doing for it won't look in or at some point, you know, um, if there's an acknowledgement that is not coming in, you, 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 you know, there, there are too many reasons to back out, but like the question is, what is it for you? You know, what's interesting for you? What draws you in? And, um, and it can be literally, I mean, it can be, it can be being a parent, you know, it, mm. it, it literally doesn't me, it does that there, there's no limitation to it. And uh, I think that's the beauty in it as well. There's a commitment to, when we talk about mastery, I think there is a inherently, uh, then inherently with it, what comes is we have to spend time with ourselves on a, on a deeper level. 
And I think that's the ultimate mastery. Whether you spend time with yourself thinking about your parenting style or whether you spend time with yourself thinking about how to get into that handstand, ultimately it actually doesn't matter, but what comes out is the conversation with self. And so to me, in that way, mastery is such an invitation into into healing because when we talk about healing right the healing journey it is like meeting ourselves coming into ourselves and so this idea of mastery where we so often perceive something that's out there that we have to reach at some point is actually it's a very internal conversation um so on a on a more practical level when we're talking about when we touched on it throughout throughout um this conversation but what are the what are ways in which to you know engage with mastery on a practical level if someone is listening to that like oh well you know that, that stirred something within me so from you know your experience you've worked with so many people over so many years what is sort of um, maybe a guidance or a thought that you can offer someone they go well where do i even start oh chew up <laughs> set the ass on the chair you know get get the runners on sit with your family whatever it is like just show up like um, like to me, there's there's no real like you know practical tips, do you know like, but we learn by doing. You know, like and 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 to me, if we're working towards mastery of ourselves, emotional, physical, spiritual, whatever way we care to look at it through our access point, then it's about allowing myself to do it, like you know, without it becoming a doing thing, like do you know, like asking the thing I beat myself up about, but to learn by doing. And to and by doing that there, it becomes less about sort of what does it mean? It becomes more about what am I feeling? What's the experience? It's sometimes also about just letting it marinate there rather than trying to figure it out in that moment in time and really surrendering to the, to the, the longer I'm on this journey, really surrendering to that. I will not probably get the answers at this moment when I'm looking for them, possibly. I may get some of them. But it could be further down the road that I really reap the benefit of this here. So even if I'm knocking my head off against things, even if I feel I'm not getting the meaning, I'm not even getting the feeling, I just one foot in front of the other one minute at a time, that's somewhere down the road if I keep learning by doing and by showing up and just being patient with myself, practicing, persevering and whatever it is I am looking at that minute with my relationships, whether it is something I am practicing in my healing work, whether it is a new thing that I'm just drawn to to learn just because I'm drawn to to learn it, to explore it, that if I keep just showing up and practicing, then further down the road, I will reap the benefits of that there. It still might not be in the way I think it should be, but I will like, because I'm really surrendering to spirit, to, to source, to whatever I believe in, who sees a completely different picture. So I might go, but why am I sitting here learning? We're talking about knitting and pianos and whatnot else. Like, but why am I sitting here learning piano? Like, I'm not planning to be a, a whatever they're called, pian- pianist, I think. That way, like, I'm not planning to be that or be in an orchestra. But that's a tool th- through which I can learn. And somewhere down the road, that will probably be, be applied to my life. <laughs> do you know, like, and it's the same with everything. So let go of, it has to be something to do with what I do maybe in my job or in my world and rather just follow the little trail like of what I'm excited about and like think of mastering happiness and joy like do you know, like rather than sometimes we're trying to overcome all of our stuff 
you know, how can I prop that up with things that I enjoy? And maybe that hurt or that pain or that frustration just gets to breathe out a little bit and settle down a little bit. And then I can maybe in that moment or further down the road, work with it like. So learning is less about the journey and more about how we're walking it like. Mm, that's beautiful. Um, what I might add in terms of working with it, because when we talk about in the context of the of the healing journey, um, what sometimes can happen that we when we dive into the healing journey, um, we see all the things, and I'm giving inverted commas here that are wrong, <laughs> you know. So we go, okay, this part of my personality, this this is the way that I express myself, this is the way I relate. I want to work on everything. Mm. So I suppose my invitation would be to, to pick something, you know, how you, maybe how you speak to yourself, your inner, your inner narration, your inner tone of voice, and then carry that across all of the modalities that you're involved in. So when you're rolling out the mat, you know, physical yoga practice, notice what your inner, the quality of your inner talk is in that. When you go and cook lunch for your children, you know, what is the inner quality within that? So sticking with one area, because what can happen when we take everything apart or trying to master everything, we actually literally get overwhelmed. There's so much detail, there's so much going on. It becomes such a wishy-washy sort of experience and then we just back out of it. Um, And I've seen that happen. So my invitation would be sort of lean into one area a little bit more, keep it gentle in that area, but sort of keep, keep an eye on that one aspect that you're choosing to work with across all the different things that you're doing in your day and all the different ways in which you're interacting with people. Um, I think that that is a really a pragmatic way of working with your healing journey in terms of not taking all of your foundation out. Cause that's sometimes what can happen mm-hmm. when we go into the healing journey, right? We kind of go into that rabbit hole and that rabbit hole and we open up that and we just <laughs> all of a sudden figure out that we have nothing figured out, but we're starting to crumble. We haven't learned to hold ourselves mm-hmm. while everything is crumbling, you know, to still have sort of a container. So what can happen? Just everything crumbles and your whole foundation breaks and you're like, you know, just doubting yourself in everything you're doing. So mastery, think of it in that way. It gives you an alleyway to refine one aspect of you, of your life, um, while still maintaining a certain level of familiarity and foundation in the rest of your life. Yeah. The whole house doesn't need to be burnt down. And I think sometimes we think that there and it does not need to be burnt down. You just might need to clean the windows. Lovely, beautiful. Beautiful. Um, Rosalind, thank you so much for for this gorgeous chat. And um, big thank you to everyone who's been listening. Um, Thank you so much for your time. And um, yeah, get in touch if you have any questions, if this resonates with you, if anything comes up for you, we'd love to hear from you as always. And we'll hear you, see you in the next podcast. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Air School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and BB Dalman. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com. <laughs>